Good day, everyone. Welcome to your self-help quest. I'm your host, Joshua Melissus, and joining me today is Jacob Fletcher. Uh, hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. Hi. Thank you so much. Um, and you're a graduate student at Missouri State University um, mm-hmm. in Springfield, Missouri, and we're in the same program, which is an MFA in dramatic writing. And just to start off, like, how many class- classes are you taking this semester, and how many have you taken so far? Wow. Um... I have to think for a second. Okay, so I'm taking nine credit hours this semester, um, and then over the course of this last year and a half, roughly, I've taken 45. Um, started out strong and kind of been tapering off as time's gone on. Yeah, which I've, um, like our advisors told us about that, like, because there's a lot of us like in the same classes, like in the beginning, at least in the first year, mm-hmm. and then um, less people have kind of like taken classes, and I guess it's just like, which is which is good because like it was kind of like stressful at least like in the spring. And I know mm-hmm. we were in the the same summer class over the summer, which was was definitely intense. Yeah, yeah, it was, and um, yeah, I completely agree. I know that when I started, I kind of wanted to go as fast as possible. Same. Uh, and I'm still I'm still wanting to do that. Like I'm still wanting to get done. But um, yeah, I think we just all learned our pace and learned what it was going to be like. I think we kind of came in a little naive. Uh, to what grad school was like, but I think we've gotten there. Yeah. Uh, how like stressful is this semester so far for you? You know, uh, a school and a work-life balance is is uh, difficult sometimes, and, you know, uh, personal life, and you're just trying to juggle all these balls in the air. But uh, I think that uh, overall, things have been pretty good. I'm not super stressed this semester. Now ask me come finals, and I might have a different answer for you. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think things are going well, and from what I understand with others, it seems as though, you know, it's stressful, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, what do you do for, because you work for the promo team, right? Yeah, I work for uh, the Missouri State uh, Media Journalism and Film promo team. Um, okay. We're currently designing some things come, coming soon. Hi, my camera. Anyway, and, uh, yeah, I also work in our equipment lab and help check out and maintain the gear. Um, it's a 20-hour schedule you know it's not super grueling but um it has its days so in this semester what are you currently working on right now oh geez um so i'm working on two um half hour uh pilots right now for some original series that i'm writing and then um i'm working on a um uh radio play uh, radio drama project uh we're hopefully gonna go into shooting next week for that and then uh, I got some personal projects going on, um, Twitch streaming, no. uh, working on a feature um, that I'm currently outlining. But uh, I know this is, I don't know uh, if all of your viewers know, this is pretty inside baseball, but um, uh, definitely working on a lot of writing. Uh, overall, like what's the most challenging class you've taken in the program so far? Oh, geez. Um, well, okay, I have two answers for that. Um, so most challenging workload was probably uh, one of Professor Botsford's uh, television writing classes, just because, you know, she's she's a very, um, what's the word for it? It's not, uh, she knows what she wants. Yeah. And if you don't do it, um, you're going to have a hard time. And so it's a lot of work, but uh, it's preparing you for a lot of stuff. And then challenging for me just as like a writer I would say it was probably our playwriting class. Um, I had seen theater a little. I'm not a super big theater person. 
um, more into musicals. <laughs> so learning how to playwright and kind of pace everything and write everything was was challenging. Just because it, it was kind of like I already know how to do this, but there's a little bit of change. It's like if you go from the United States to Great Britain and you have to drive a car. You know, like yeah. you know how to drive a car, but now you're on the other side of the road. Yeah. What about like most challenging project? Mm. Most challenging project. <sighs> hmm. I would say that this um, this feature that I'm working on um, it doesn't have anything to do with school, but uh, I'm doing a lot of research into a lot of different scientific journals. So I've been reading a lot of science jargon, um, and I think that's something that um, most people don't really know about the writing profession is that if you want to be a good writer, you have to be able to be a good researcher. So um, I've been having to dust off some research skills uh, to do this project, and hopefully it pays off. Um, but yeah, that's not necessarily a school thing, but more of a personal project. But it's a feature-length screenplay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to okay. be a feature. So overall, like, how stressed out do you get with the program? Well, there are days. Um, this week has been kind of stressful, mainly because of my job. Um, you know, having to show a, a tour group around the campus was kind of stressful and uh, I was worried about that. And then we've got other projects going on that I can't quite get into right now. Um, Ooh, there's some secret projects. There's some secret projects, Josh. <laughs> I might have to come back on and talk about them. Um, but I don't know, the program, it, it's just like anything else in life. Like some days they're good, some days they're bad. Um, and honestly, I don't, I don't find a lot of stress in this program, mainly because like, um, this program allows me to do something I want to do with less worry. I'm more secure now than I will be when I'm trying to be a writer in wherever I go. You know, like I don't have to worry about, um, I have a stable job, I guess is what I'm saying. So, um, as a writer, we, we need that stability. Um, and so we'll see. I, I think things are going to be more stressful when I graduate over now. Yeah. Same. That's how I see it. Because I got to remind myself, because I got to remind myself that, you know, when I'm like, when I suffer from procrastination, All I, got, the time. I have to remember right that, you know, come May of 2022, I'm not, I might not know what I'm going to do. So I yeah. might as well enjoy all of this while it lasts, yeah. you know. The way I, the way I see it is we are on a life raft that yeah. is slowly filling with water. And when it fills with water, the sharks that are underneath it, there's there's going to be no barrier between us and the sharks. Oh, that gives me anxiety. I know. Um, <laughs> but I also, like, I, every time I start thinking of, like, I'm comfortable and I'm feeling solid, um, I think of something that, um, I don't remember where I read it, but I, I saw this when I was a kid. Um, stagnation breeds death. So um, I have modified that, that comfort breeds stagnation, stagnation breeds death. Um, I firmly believe that you shouldn't be comfortable in the media industry because the second you feel comfortable is the second that you're no longer relevant. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of directors and writers have shown that, um, like uh, James Gunn, for example, who's someone I really look up to, Missouri native, anyway. Uh, I think James Gunn has had a really interesting career where he started out in like B-level horror movies yep. and now he's like I would say probably the third or fourth most successful director right now. Yeah. Um 
I mean, he's he's worked for both DC and Marvel, uh, which is Warner Brothers and Disney, which are like two of the largest studios in the world. Um, and his whole thing is like he's always he's always looking for ways to expand and kind of uh, ways to take ideas further. Um, and then I don't know, like I just think that uh, as writers, we should always strive to be uncomfortable in our comfort. I guess. Yeah. How do you personally cope with stress and the MFA? Oh, geez. Um, well, uh, it's evolved over the years. When I was an undergraduate, uh, I kind of kept to myself a lot, which, I mean, it's kind of ironic. Uh, I know a lot of people, like, a lot of their social lives and stuff were, were curtailed by the pandemic. I was just like, eh, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, so um, I've always used video games as a stress reliever. Um, I know that some people think that's bad, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of video games. Um, media is just constantly in my life. Like, um, as you can see, I'm wearing headphones or earbuds right now. Um, I'm always got, I always have music playing. There's always something in my ears so much so that I have tinnitus. Um, like I have given myself tinnitus because I cannot stand not being present in like some sort of media. Um, I mean like. My stress relief is that I stay up until two in the morning doing Same. what I want. Yeah. So like I've started to build my schedule where I'm waking up at seven, I'm going to bed at two, I'm getting five hours of sleep. And when I was younger, I thought I could never handle that. But like, I don't know. I've, I feel like I can do five hours of sleep. Um, I'm doing it right now. Uh, but uh, stress relief for me is just kind of living life without worrying because um i just think you should know your limitations so like for example um i'm a really big procrastinator and i feel like i'm starting to get worse uh because i'll literally be like oh man i've got a presentation due in amberg's class oh that's in two hours let me crank that out real quick so like um I want to be humbled, Josh. Humble yeah. me. Make me <laughs> fail something because I procrastinated too much. But right now I haven't. Like, and I think that's um, the way I deal with stress is by having personal time. And sometimes it gets in the way of my professional time. Uh, and also, like, I love writing. Like, writing is something I love. Like, I, um, when I was initially um, going into school, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I know, imagine, imagine that. Um, and then I thought about it and I was like, I don't, that job just sounds super stressful to me and I don't like it. So what do I like doing? And I've always liked telling stories. Um, I mean, ever since I could talk, I've been telling stories according to my mom. Uh, so I decided I wanted to be a storyteller. And my initial idea was director, but now I've done that and I'm just kind of like, I'm bored by that. I'm bored by directing. I think yeah. directing directing takes a very special person that wants to be in charge of something. And I want to be in charge of something, but I don't want to be in charge of people. So, like, I want to be a showrunner, and the showrunner's main job is being the creative director of a program. Like, I want to make the decisions that go on television. And I realize, like, some people are going to say, well, showrunners are involved with every department. And it's like, yeah, but 
I'm involved in the story. Yeah. Most of the time, directors are not super involved in their stories. They are given a script, and they direct that script, and then they decide what goes in and out, and then the editor decides what goes in and out. Directors don't have a super massive um, say, but writers do. Like, you could, you could chop up a script, but the idea is still the same. So ultimately, the writer has the full say. And taking it back to your question, because I feel like I rambled a little, um, writing for me is stress relief. So my job is stress relief. Now, while I believe that five years from now when I'm working on Grey's Anatomy and please don't put me on Grey's Anatomy, uh, and we've got to figure out which sexy doctor Meredith is going to, my mom likes Grey's Anatomy. Anyway. Same. um, My uh, mom does too. So I, uh, right now my stress relief is video games, me chilling in my own time and actually doing writing work, which is, uh, I'm very grateful that my stress relief is also my job. Well, damn, I guess we have more common than I thought because because yeah, I feel the same way about directing because as an undergrad, I had to, I directed, like, so many, like, different like, short films. And so by the time I got to uh, the capstone class, like, I was just burned out. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened. And so that was, like, mm-hmm. the quarantine was, like, a nice, you know, stress relief from school. Yeah, I think I think our generation is in a really weird spot when it comes to stress in general, which is one reason why I think this is a really interesting premise to be discussing. Because if you think about, our generation was born in the late 90s, like I was born in 98. Um, I know some people in our program were, are older than that, but like most of us are around like early 20s. Yeah. So that means we were born right before 9-11. We, were then, we then uh, were children during the Great Recession. We were then teenagers when uh, Donald Trump got elected and whether you like him or not, he definitely changed how America functions. You can't deny that for good or for worse. And now we're in a pandemic. So we've lived through four massive stressful things, whether it's stressful in a good way or stressful in a bad way. Um, I can't say. But I think that our generation just has to deal with stress differently. I, and also, like, social media is a thing, and that's another stressor. Yeah. And people are more connected now than ever, but they're also more isolated. So, I don't know, I think stress... I think stress is a very key motivator for our generation specifically. Um, but yeah, that's my whole diatribe on stress. Yeah, and I've like avoided like social media because I used to be on Facebook and Instagram, and then I just like I just like quit cold turkey, and it's like the best thing ever. Yeah, and uh, where's my ca- okay? Get off Facebook. <laughs> they are terrible people. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. I think that social media can be very stressful and I think you have to know how to limit it. And like, um, I use social media to look at, uh, at puppy dogs and, and kittens, you know, that's the, that's the proper way to use it. Exactly. Yeah. And it, like, that's, that's what I think the purest form of social media is, is like, here's something good that's happening to me. Yay. Now, of course, then you get into FOMO and all that. But, um, yeah, I think social media is a problem. And I yeah. think, I think knowing your limits, like anything, like anything in moderation, you know? Yeah. Except for, like, hardcore drugs. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so going back to procrastination, I'm just I, – because I, I suffer from it, and I just wonder, like, how other people, like, deal with it. So how do you deal with it? Oh, geez. Well, first of all, when you say suffer from it, I've never really thought of it as, like, a condition. Yeah. Um, but, like, now that you say that, it's like, yeah, I, I think I do suffer from procrastination where it's like – um, it's like, I could do that thing or 
I could look at YouTube for three hours. Uh, that's my social media addiction is YouTube. Uh, the way I deal with it is, um, like I said earlier, I just know my limits. And it's like, okay, I know how long this will take me. So I can wait until it's that long until it's due. So, like, for example, um, I had, this was when I was an undergrad, I had a 20-page paper due, and I did it the night before it was due. Because I because I was like, oh, it's double-spaced? 10 pages? Pfft, I could do that in a night. I did it in a night. And I'm not, like, trying to brag or anything, because I know, like, when I say that, uh, I have a serious problem. That is a bad thing to do. Um, but, yeah, I, I deal with procrastination by knowing how long I can do it. Yeah. And then I force myself. And then I just turn on music. Or, yeah, I just turn on music. I've tried, like, having YouTube videos on in the background. And then I'm just like, oh, cool, look over there. Oh, it's a, oh, there's a puppy. And then I just get distracted. So I just put on music and um, just go. And then, um, I don't know if you do this. Um, I haven't talked to any writers about this. But, like, um, when I am writing action scenes, I listen to anime music. <laughs> and I know, like, or, like, rock music or like something with an up tempo yeah and when i'm writing like dramatic scenes i go into like more like soft kind of music and uh i find that that helps me a lot um also with procrastination because like i have songs that i've trained my brain when i hear them it's like oh time to work okay here we go so like i have like like thunderstruck by acdc anytime that song comes on i'm like okay what am i doing what am i working on so i don't know i think that you just have to train yourself to do it um, because like I've procrastinated ever since I got into high school. Cause like, um, when I was a kid, I would always be the first one done. And I'd be like, yeah. And then I found out just because you're the first one done, first of all, it doesn't mean you're the best. Second of all, uh, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It, it's literally, you got done first. Okay. Now wait for 30 minutes. So when I got into high school, I was just like, I'm just going to take my time. And it's devolved into... Um, I will do my, I'll do the work that you need me to do when I have to, but when it like comes to like a job, I do that stuff quickly. But when it's, when it's like schoolwork, it's literally, I will wait until I can't anymore. Yeah. And that is not good. <laughs> Again, Josh, humble me. I want to be humble. Well, I want one of our professors to be like, Jacob, this is the worst thing I've ever read. <laughs> it seems like you wrote this in an hour. And I'd be like, because I did. Well, I will say that. One of the good things about procrastination, at least from my experience, is that it puts you into a. It, the pressure's on, you know. You, yeah. So, sometimes, it makes me come up with like ideas mm -hmm. a lot quicker. Yep. See, uh, I call that the monster. The monster is always behind you, and when's it going to start chasing you? It's like, oh, yeah. I'm watching the clock. Monster's coming. So. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that um, it's weird being a creative in, in a sense. Because, like, if, if you're, like, a construction worker, it's like, okay, you build this building this way. It's yeah. like, yeah, up to code? Yeah, okay. But when you're a writer, it's like, okay, how do you start this story that no one has ever told ever? Like, yeah, Romeo and Juliet's a thing. But now tell Bonnie and Clyde. And it's like, okay, well, it's a love story. Yeah, but it's a completely different love story. So it's like, I have to figure out how to get into the story. I figure out how to make people interested in the story and I figure out how to end it. And, uh, I have to do that quickly. So it's just, 
I agree with you. I think procrastination makes creative people think faster. Yeah. And I think it makes your brain, I think a different part of your brain activates when you have stressful, like, time things going on. Um, where it's like, okay, we got to do quick, 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 quick. And that's another reason why outlining sucks. Because I'm like, I can't, I have less freedom. Um, and I know, like, just, just going to procrastination, um, I... I think procrastination is a good thing in very small doses, and I think that it's a good thing in certain things. Like, with idea generation, I have been thinking about, I, I think about ideas subconsciously a lot, where it's like, oh, that's cool, okay, write that down, and then I'll move about my day. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of writers that are like, yeah, just keep a notebook on you, and anytime you get an idea, just mm, the notebook. It's like, no, I don't even do that. It's in yeah. my brain book. Same. This brain book yeah. right here has all the ideas, and then I forget, like, 90 of them. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think I think it's a good and bad thing. Ultimately, yeah. like if I was gonna sum it up, it's a good and bad thing. Know your limits, and then you know push those limits as much as you can. Like, what's your favorite thing about? The yeah, program? I mean, I think the program is great. I think most of the professors are really really good people. I think some of them are uh, would be better served in working in the actual industry because I think their personalities are not geared toward teaching. Yeah, that's probably the most polite way I could put it. But I think this program's good, and I think that it's growing. And, I mean, we're the first group, so, of course, there's going to be issues that, like, they didn't even foresee. I do like getting to know other people and kind of getting to know their experiences and doing that. And, like, I think connections are good. I think the program has allowed me to connect with people more and kind of figure out other people's writing styles and know how to work with that. Uh, Overall, I think I have become a better writer um, because of some very specific people. Um, I think the program is just in a place where uh, growing pains are going to happen. So take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know. Uh, before we end the show, I want to ask you two last questions that I ask everyone. Mm-hmm. So what is something that has brought you immense joy today? And if not today, then like this past week. Okay. I had to think about it for a little bit. Um, the thing that brought me joy today was I got to sleep in today, which I know is like, uh, college student sleeps in, huh? Um, but I got to sleep in today, and I had my puppy with me laying in the bed, and we were cuddling for a few extra hours. So I was like, mm, this is a good start to a day. Um, so that is that is what made me joyful so far today. I will say as of recording. Yeah. Animals always just relieve. Those, those are great stress, relie- stress relievers or 100%. Pets. Animals... Yeah. Uh, I firmly believe that humans and animals should be together as much as possible. Yeah. The, the squirrels at Missouri State, they relieve me of my stress. Because, I love those squirrels, man. Yeah. I just, I, cause the other day I was like, I was walking past, uh, I think it was, um, it was one of the music halls. I can't remember what Ellis, it's called. Ellis, probably. Yeah. And they have like a trash can over there and this big ass tree next to it. And there was, I swear, there was like six or seven squirrels. Just within my sight, I was like, "Jesus, this is a lot of squirrels!" Like so many squirrels. It's like the birds, but with squirrels. Yes. First of all, that'd be it. I would call that um, squirrels go nutters. Um, I uh, quick side story. So when I was a little little kid, like two years old, um, uh, I know it's surprising to ever think I was little. when I was a little, little kid, my grandma lived in this like townhouse, and there was this family of squirrels that um, lived in this tree, and I would feed those squirrels, and I had a friend squirrel, and his name was Philip. 
Wait, really? Yes. <sighs> I'm so I, jealous because I fucking love squirrels. Yeah, Philip got hit by a car. It was very sad, Josh. But it's okay. He's in squirrel heaven with all the golden <laughs> acorns he can find. Um, yeah, I think I think animals are a big stress reliever. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we should... Uh, Especially you when you pet them. Yeah. And if, you can't, if, if you're allergic common. to, like, a cat or a dog, get a snake. Yeah. Or, like, a spider or whatever. Like, get a pot-bellied pig. Don't get a pot-bellied pig. Why not? They're extremely smelly. Oh. And pot-bellied pigs aren't actually a thing. They're just baby pigs. I mean, as long as you have them outside. And those pigs get really big. Yeah. And pigs all pigs are also insanely smart. Pigs freak me out. That's interesting. That makes me... Okay. Because I know there's a animal farm. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that before. Pigs are terrifying. <laughs> they know what's going on. And then our final question, what's something that you need to work on? <laughs> well, this podcast is going to be another hour and a half. Um, I don't know. I think that, um, I think asking that question, um, I think I just need to work on getting better as a person. Um, and like, I think, I think working on yourself is kind of overused these days. It's like, I'm just working on myself. And it's like, okay. Uh, I think that the best way that you can work on yourself is to put one foot in front of the other, get out of bed in the morning, and just do something kind for someone else. And it's not, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could literally be hold a door open for someone. Or, you know, when you're stuck in traffic, let someone get in front of you. Or just do something kind. And I, I think that if we all started doing that, the world would start getting better. Not to end on like a really somber, weird note. But um, just the way that I feel myself getting better is by finding the humanity in others and seeing it reflected back at me. And I think that we just need to, um, we need to see each other as flawed human beings. Yeah. And like, Josh, I realize that you are a flawed human being. Yeah. And I, and I know that you know I am a flawed human being, and that's okay. And, you know, we can get better together and we can learn better together. So I think we just need to um, need to stop worrying about, like, what's wrong with this person and start seeing what is good about people. Yeah. Um, it's like so. that. It's like that Samwise Gamgee quote, you know, like there's some uh, what it, there's some good in this world and it's worth fighting for. Yeah, exactly. And also, I can't carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, <laughs> but I can carry you. And then he just carried. Yeah. It's just, um, Samwise is a very good character. Yeah. Sam, Sam is the hero of Lord of the Rings. And, like, he is the epitome of, he can find good in anyone. Yeah. Except for, like, you know, the super evil people. But, like, and Gollum. He hates Gollum. <laughs> but, um, I think that we've just lost the ability to see others as human beings. And I think we just need, that is something all of us need to work on. Just see someone, see the humanity in someone. Know and, that, like... If a woman is mean to you at the grocery store, well, she's probably had a hard day. Yeah, exactly. And, like, don't be like, well, now that... Don't let that anger... Yeah, like from social media and all that. Yeah, don't let that anger keep going. Because, like, if you... Say say I give you three anger, and then you're, and then Josh is like, I'm going to multiply that anger, and I give six anger. Well, then that anger just keeps getting bigger. Whereas if I give you three anger, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to make that anger a big fat zero... Well, then that's taking anger out of the world. So I think that we just need to just be empathetic. Yeah. And just know that 
know that working on yourself is not going to happen overnight. You're not, it's like working out. You've got to, you've got to do the emotional reps to yeah. get better. Um, so yeah, just do something kind for someone. Yeah. Literally anything, like anything, do something nice. And also like when you do something nice, don't expect something to come from it. Yeah. Just know that you did something nice and make you yourself feel better. Like someone, if you hold the door open for someone, they might not say thank you. Well, that's okay. You held the door open for someone and you, you helped them on their day. Yeah. Or you let someone in traffic, or you, or you were not. You gave a nut to a squirrel. <laughs> you know that squirrel isn't going to go home to its squirrel family and get squirrel drunk and be squirrel mad. <laughs> well, this has been a blast. Yeah, like, I've had a lot of fun. This was great. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. Of course. And a huge thank you to our audience for watching and listening. Uh, for more content, please subscribe to Your Self Help Quest on Apple and Spotify. And I hope you all have a very beautiful day, and please make sure to take care of yourselves. Peace.